they were always like, let's go do something. And I'm like, it's winter. I'm doing something and it's inside. Thanks. And now, Cheese Wits. Hey, Jess. Hey. How are you? <sighs> hey, Jess, be- before you tell me. <laughs> so that's my friend, Cisco. Hey, Cisco. Hello. Hi, Jess. How are you? Well, so Cisco, I've known for before I knew you, I've known Cisco for 30, I don't know, five years or so, 36 wow. years. Okay. We worked a lot together. of years. We, we worked together in Virginia. He was, uh, he was, he was at my, well, there when I was got married, he was there when my daughter was born. Wow. I was there when he was born. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've known Jessica for about 30 years. Yeah. Or so. really? yeah. Jess and I worked together. Um, I, I hired Jess. Well, Jess was an intern at a radio station, and then I stole her away. And she and Jess and I worked a morning show uh, in Syracuse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. In Rome, but Syracuse is really what what we Mm-hmm. Identify it because people say Rome. Yeah, nobody's heard yeah, of Rome. Utica. Yeah, they've heard of. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Well, Utica is that is that place where when they went on uh, on on the cop shows they say let's bury somebody upstate. That's Utica. Yeah, yeah. that's Utica. Oh, okay, that's Utica. Okay. You know, oh, okay. And, and it's sort of like Virginia, where so so Cisco's in Virginia, and, uh, and we just take you down to the river. Yeah, well, or they they go they, they go a little bit to the west and they go to Appomattox. Yeah, yeah, we go we go yeah. You know, okay, do you there? We take you up the mountains and let the bears have you. Yeah, well, <laughs> Appomattox is where the they're, they're still fighting the war down there. Yeah. Well, they don't know it's they don't know it's over. No, they sure don't. <laughs> Same here so in Jessica, Tennessee. Jessica just bought a house, a new house. Uh, she sold her Did house. Did you? House. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, congratulations. Thanks. And, and, you don't look happy though, Jess. So Is something tired. going on? I'm so tired. There's just so much. I have why do I have so much shit? Is my question. Is she so she just moved into the new house last week? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you well, you just that. you leave it behind. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, that's what you do down there. That's <laughs> exactly right. Oh, so Jessica's in uh, is in Nashville, or just outside of Nashville. She's in Tennessee. Are you? I'm in Nashville. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She, she, oh, that's in, cool. Yeah. She's in the place where they expel people from uh, the state senate, and they. Uh, oh they yeah. There's good things from, here too, though. <laughs> well, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton was good. Dolly Parton's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, was, Dolly Parton. I believe Dolly Parton is the only human being left on the planet that everybody can agree on. Because if yeah. you don't love Dolly, you're wrong. I saw so, I saw something. Boy, I wish I should have kept note of it. Somebody was mad at Dolly. How are you going to get mad at Dolly for what? Yeah. I, I have no clue. I can't remember what it was, but I'm going to have to go back and look at it and, and find it. Somebody was mad at Dolly, and it it might involve. Uh, that young, the the young girl she hangs out with, who Miley, Miley, yeah. I, I is that her? Is, is that her niece? Her goddaughter. Goddaughter. I know. I know it's somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, well, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about the uh, the idiots in Tennessee, can we jump back on the the Bud Light thing for a second? Uh, the Bud Light thing is so fucking ridiculous. It is, but this is funny because Wally, I know you're not a TikTok guy. 
Um, nope. but I, Cisco I, isn't either. I can tell you that. Well, I don't I, even know what TikTok is. I want you to understand that TikTok is more than whatever you think it is. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun on there, and I came oh, across no, they, this. There for sure is. I know that. Yeah. Um, I came across this video the other day and I actually contacted the guy who made it and asked him for permission to use his audio because it made me laugh so hard. So I'm going to need you to listen to this. Okay. Okay. The, the guy's name is Josh Boyd. And um, this is the video that he did. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to give an update on Uncle Randy. Um, as you know, he had a Bud Light over the weekend and woke up gay. Um, we've been monitoring him, showing him guns and ammo magazines and, you know, trying to bring him back. Things aren't looking too good, though. Uh, I stopped by uh, yesterday, actually, and he had taken down all of his lines, not sheep stickers, from his truck. <laughs> and then I stopped by today, and the truck wasn't even there. There was a Subaru in the driveway, and I went in and I said, Randy, whose Subaru is this out in the driveway? Is it yours? And he said, yes, bitch. And he threw a handful of glitter in the air and did a backflip out of the window. So um, he's actually missing now. We're trying to find him, so... If anyone has seen Uncle Randy, um, please let me know. <laughs> That's fantastic. How that's great is so that? Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't fucking understand what all of the, you know, what what the crap is about the Bud Light. You send one transgender woman a a a, a can of beer with her picture on it, and all of a sudden, you know, you get Kid Rock and. and Here's something I hadn't thought about when we talked about this before, but another actually TikTok creator brought this up. The way that the algorithm works on TikTok especially, but I believe it works this way on Instagram as well, is that it tries to show you things that it thinks you're interested in. So they sent this can of beer to Dylan Mulvaney, the transgender influencer, and she posted about it on her page. So how did ah. Kid Rock and John Rich and Travis Tritt find yeah, out about it, it if they're not looking at Dylan Mulvaney's page? The algorithm brings you what it thinks you want to see. There, there had there's there was that great picture of uh of of Kid Cock, <laughs> um, with hanging out uh, some years ago, probably fifteen or twenty years ago, with some major transgender i don't know if it was trans yeah transgender it was uh woman. And, and, and drinking I saw a bud a light recently yeah yeah was drinking a bud light with a cores <laughs> with a cores hat on yeah he's, he he's such a uh, are you familiar with what's going on with that cisco yeah yeah uh, no is there any any sort of talk down your way about banning bud light from bars no no yeah. no they don't care they don't care. And the reason why it's a big hoopla because Bud Light is a redneck beer. Simple as that. that, that I don't know no it. other way to put it. I don't know no other way to put it. No. Uh, We're moving forward in the world. You know, when I just look at television and see two men up there hugging each other on TV, so what the hell are you mad about, about Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a real damn redneck, you won't drink Bud Light. You'll drink Bud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, if you're a real redneck, you're going to drink that Natty Light. Oh. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when we owned uh, when we owned the 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 diner and the, the the convenience store when we had that bodega, Natty Ice Ugh. was the beer of choice. Ugh. Really? Uh, 
Before, oh man, Natty Ice. I, I don't know what that thirty-two ounce cans. They're huge cans. Mm-hmm. Gigantic. It's like the alcoholic's beverage mm-hmm. because you can buy two of those and be done. Yep. And then well, what you do that, is, go ahead. The alcoholic beverage here is twenty eleven. Those are huge cans. I don't two even of those, know what that is. You're gone. You're gone. What is twenty eleven? What is that? I have no. I have no clue. I just see them get them. Is that like a local beer? Uh, I don't know because I don't drink them, so I don't know anything about it. Because when I, when, I when I was living down your way, when when we were living down there, I think this the, just the, came the, out. The big drink down there then was like Mad Dog and Four Roses. <laughs> yeah, well, it was Mad Dog and, and Wild Irish Rose, and if you really yeah, Wild Irish Rose, then we, we had a guy who's I, I chased him with the bull. He, he's probably died. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. the, the malt liquor. The, yeah, the, you chased him with the bull. Who was? Who uh, I'm, I'm guessing he's dead. Tom Lynch. He's dead. Yeah. Tom Lynch. Now, this was a guy, Cisco and I worked with. He smelled the I don't, coming from the pores of his, but he drank a lot of beer. Mm. Yeah. And when he walked in a room, he coming from his skin, his skin smelled like cigarettes and beer. Yeah, but he didn't have to have drink anything to smell like that. Oh Just man! Came out. He stayed. He stayed full of alcohol all the time. He was always, but that oh, boy said, never he, caught a cold. He no, he didn't go, and he could run up <laughs> and he was never. He never missed a fucking day of work. No nope. functional alcoholic. Yeah, he was more than functional. He was pretty good. Yep. <laughs> he, Your four-hour ass show, drunk as hell. Oh yeah, he, and he come in. He could do it, and mm-hmm. we had, you know, we had young people that would come in. Oh, I can't show up. Oh, I can't be here. You call Tom Lynch. He'd be <laughs> eight and a half into the day. Like, yeah, I'll be there. I might yep. get a ride. <laughs> well, up. that's the problem. Up. That's the problem with wannabe party people and party people. Mm-hmm. Party, pe- party people get up no matter what and go to work. Wannabes lay in the bed. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they can't move. They want to be a party person. I heard a thing the other day about a, a principal of a school or a, or a superintendent or something doing a song to his students who were going to go to um, this might have been in your out your way, Cisco, in Virginia. Um, there was a Taylor Swift concert on a Thursday night. And so he did this whole song about, you know, you should know better than to go to a concert on a school night. But you better show up to school tomorrow and be ready to work. But it was, it was mm-hmm. fun. Like, I don't, I don't, it was a funny little song. I don't remember all the words. Did parents get angry? Not as far as I know. It was all in fun. It went viral. You know what, though? It doesn't matter anymore. It's in fun. Somebody's pissed off by it. Well, that's their problem. Yeah, I, I know. But somebody is pissed off by it. I was going to, so I told Jess, Cisco, we, we worked, uh, so I, I was, I was, uh, we had a few white guys that worked in the radio station, but I was probably the main white guy that worked in, in the programming area. I would say at the time, you take Cisco. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was the, the yeah. main white guy. I was, yeah. in, and, and so I was talking about our, the, the, that situation there, but I was telling Jess that you would have some stories. And one of the stories, I don't know this story, but I know you have a better back when the station was used to take an elevator. There was a man who died. Yeah. I told Jess, you, you could tell that story because it's a well, frightening story. 
It, it really well. This guy was uh, he was a phenomenal radio person. Uh, his voice was tailor made for FM radio. Mm. It was ju- it just was, and he used to be a part time DJ and a full time newscaster. And he used to do old school way of getting the information. He called the nosy people on the street every morning. They tell him <laughs> what went on overnight. This is where you get, you don't have to worry about now going to online to get information. Uh, those days we found the people that knew everything who died, who was at the undertaker shop and what time did the undertaker go pick their ass up that <laughs> night? They knew everything. So anyway, and that's where this guy got his information. And then he would call the police department in which they don't want to give any information. And they were saying, well, we didn't know that either, but he knew all this stuff. <laughs> well, anyway, we we decided uh, we got paid one morning and he came where I was. And I said, uh, <laughs> I hate to put it this way. I'm like, you got my twenty dollars. And he said, yeah, I'll have it in a minute when I come from the bank. What happened was the elevator got stuck in between floors. Other people jumped off the elevator he was a large man, so he jumped off the elevator, but he started to fall backwards. And the gentleman he was talking to, Wally was talking about a moment ago, Tom Lynch, grabbed it. But you're talking about an elephant and a ant trying to hold the elephant back, because Tom probably didn't weigh but 100 and some pounds. And he slipped out of his hands and he went, fell, I don't know, five or six stories to, to, his, uh, to his death. Oh, my God. And that's one way to you, avoid having to pay up your 20 bucks. I'm like, ain't this, you know what I'm saying to myself? Ain't this some shit? You know what? That's the devil talking to you. But anyway, <laughs> he, was, he was really a good guy, but that, that's what happened to him. That's See? insane. Was, this guy never got so you 20 bucks. Huh? He never got you 20 bucks. Hell no. I was sitting at the funeral. I'm like, my, I was sitting there and another guy was sitting there and said, he talked about he was a wonderful guy. He said, you owe you any money? I said, hell, yeah, you owe me $20 now. <laughs> and he said, well, hell, you owe me 50 So, I mean, that's just the way it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, this was the guy that could owe you money. You walk with him in the bank, watch him get his check cash, and tell you a story that was so believable, you would want to give him 20 more. <laughs> that's the kind of person he was. And he was really wasn't. That's just who he was. He should have been in the major market, to be honest with you. Uh, but he was too busy shysting. And when they got him out of the bottom floor, they had to put a bathtub down there, put him in the bathtub, and bring him out by a crane. Oh, my That's God. That's how large he was. He was a big man. He was a big man. Wow. And he owed a lot and of debt. He was a type of guy. His grandmother loved people. She loved DJs coming over to the house, to her house. He would tell us that grandma made sandwiches. Come on over and get one. And we get there and eat the sandwich. Then he'd tell us we owed him $3. <laughs> this is, I'll be like, in those days, I won't make a bunch of money. I'll be like, hell, I didn't, I didn't eat but a half a sandwich. That's all I ate. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I, I can't afford no more food with you. But uh, we all missed him. Because we couldn't find another news person like him. And for some reason, have you guys ever ran across a person that you know was up to no good, but everybody liked? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was him. Oh, he's not good, but he's a good, but but you like him. 
Man, by the way, you know you're not going to get your money back, but he. Uh oh. Uh oh. What happened to your sound, Cisco? Cisco, you just went silent. I'm back. There you, there you go. There you are. So you must have hit, hit something. We got you. Speaking of speaking of Chris, should yep. should speaking of Chris, should we address uh, the fact that he's not here? <laughs> We're not yeah. waiting. Oh for yeah, him. Chris isn't here today. Uh, oh, we lost. Cisco. But but it's almost like he is because we just lost Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, this might be hard getting him back. Let me see. All right. I'm back. There we are. Okay. I don't know where I went, but I'm back. Well, it's good to see you again. Well, we got it. Yeah. I can't see you or me, Wally. Hold on. Here I am. Uh, Okay. The the camera, Jess. Okay. There you go. I'll I'll see everybody now. All right. And we're back. What did I miss? So we were about to explain why, why Cisco's here instead of Chris. Yeah, so Chris is our is our uh, third partner, who uh, is is part of Cheesewitz, and uh, you're here because he's not here, and he's not here just because he's in Vegas or something. That's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah although he's, he's not doing like con- I saw him post the other day that he was in Vegas, and at nine p.m. he was in bed in the hotel. Yeah. So yeah, it was a picture of him. Under the covers watching TV. Speaking of people <laughs> oh. who know how to party. Yeah. Well, and he's young. He must have understand. He didn't understand. You don't go to bed at nine o'clock at Vegas. No. Yeah, Cisco, he's like 44 years old. He's young. 47. And he went and he went to bed at, at nine o'clock alone? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he's got a he he's got a fiance. Is she with how him in Vegas? I know he was traveling for work. Did she go with him? I don't think so. I think he would have said something. I think he would have showed some pictures. I think she's 10 or 15 years young, 15 years younger than him. She's in her 30s. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's 47. She's 30 something, 32, 33. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got, and is, has he been married before? Several times. <laughs> he's been married. I thought he just had girls, uh, girlfriends, or no. He's or been married he at least he's twice. Been- Shut up. He, he talks about his ex-wives all the time. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. But I never. I always hear just ex. I don't hear the wife part. I hear my ex. Oh, yeah. But I, I thought it was like uh, women he had long-term relationships with. No, he's been married. But yeah. So he's been so married he's twice, and he's been engaged convention. several times. <laughs> Good lord. What does he do? Walk around with a pocket full of rings? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, he's got he's got a he's got a ton of those. He's just looking in <laughs> love. He's got, a, he's got a bunch of rings. Yeah. Oh, well, he's in love this time though. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. Has been since it have to be. has been since what, you, last January? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. If you're in Vegas by yourself and you're in bed at nine o'clock, you must be in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Vegas is it is a temptation city for sure. Yeah. It sure enough is. So so to 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 be in the bed watching and, and it wasn't even porn he was watching, he was just watching a regular show. <laughs> He's just you watching see, regular TV. It never even occurred to me to look for that. 
Well, no, kidding me. I did. I was looking, saying, what is he watching? <laughs> no, nope, not porn. It's just regular TV. Mm-hmm. He's, well, I was, I would not put it past me to be watching the, uh, just the hotel channel that tells yeah. you tomorrow <laughs> we have this going on at the hotel and the <laughs> breakfast bar will be this. And if you need an extra pillow, dial zero one one. All that bullshit. You know, the worst hotel I've stayed in, I've stayed in quite a few hotels. Jess, you've probably stayed in a lot of hotels. Yep. I stayed in Salt Lake City. What a fucking boring town that is. Oh, I have a... It was... uh, I was just outside of Salt Lake City, and it was a dry town. Holy shit. I have a Salt Lake City story. (laughs) I have a Salt Lake City story. Yeah. So, uh, guy, guy I was dating years ago... Um. We decided to go spend Christmas with his family who lives in Salt Lake City. And Mm. neither he nor I was outdoorsy, let's just say. But his sister and her husband and their family were very outdoorsy. They were always like, let's go do something. And I'm like, it's winter. I'm doing something and it's inside. Thanks. But. They decided that what would be fun was to go hiking in the Wasatch Mountains in December. And nice. There oh. were only two pairs of snowshoes. And so because the guys were the biggest of all of us, they got the snowshoes and the rest of us just had to do without. Trudge. And That snow was at least knee deep as we're hiking uphill. Wow. And I just remember going, (gasps) (gasps) because I was a smoker at the time. (coughs) And I said, it's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. My dog, my dog thinks something's wrong with me. Um, And also I was repeatedly asking if 911 could get there if we needed to call them. Cause I was sure I was going to die and they just were rolling their eyes at me and whining at my whining and just like, Oh, we can't take her anywhere. I thought I was going to die. And then we get to this cabin where they got married, um, his sister and her husband and it was beautiful. But then they were like, okay, let's go back now. Yeah. I hate those people. Not for me. I hate them. Yeah, not not for me. I, I, I'm I'm not a fan of doing any of that shit. Mm-mm. We all, I think we were all for Cisco. You used to, you don't smoke anymore. No, I gave. I had a heart attack. And I had to stop. How well, long ago did you? I, I had to stop. Wait, <laughs> I had a heart attack and I had to stop. I he started said, that hospital bill and I quit. Yeah. How long the ago? Doctor, did you, the, uh, about ten years. Yeah, I, I haven't smoked in about 22 years. Wait a minute. What's really? the day today? Yeah. Today is. Yeah, so what as of two days ago, I have been a non-smoker for four years. Okay. So look at that. All non-smokers. Now, feel better. I felt better. I felt terrible the first three months. I I, I did not see any benefit or bonus or anything. I was like, like, ugh. I gotta I, I tell you, like I felt ends. no different. I felt no different. Food didn't taste different. I didn't breathe any differently. I felt no different. And I think that's a fucking ripoff because I still you want don't. cigarettes. <laughs> I 
the food tastes the same. Mm -hmm. The smell is the same. Mm -hmm. The only difference is right now is somebody's around me smoking. It smells kind of strong like to me. Same. Yeah. But you yep. know, I, live, I live in Virginia. I quit smoking and to make weed legal. Now, what kind of stuff is that? Yeah, weed's legal. <laughs> waiting for me to quit smoking to make marijuana legal. Ain't that yeah. something? Yeah. You know, so 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 I have uh, I have a lot of friends from back in the day who would smoke a joint now and again and talked about oh if marijuana was legal, none of them smoke it. None of them no. are fucking heavy into it, except for the only people I know are people who use it medicinally. Yeah. Or or in in a just in a medicinal way, but recreationally, I don't know a lot of people that use marijuana recreationally and take advantage of it's legal. No, I, I do, either. but the, the only people. Yeah. I, I was just gonna say Go they're they're trying to they're trying to take it away again here in Tennessee because you know anything we enjoy here in Tennessee they don't want us to have. Well, I gotta tell you though, uh, and I don't. Uh, th this may be age speaking for me. But I see people all the time while I'm out because I'm out a lot. Mm. And I see people out all the time who are high. And they are fucking boring, listless people. There's nothing amusing. They're just sort of going through the motions of life when I see them out doing things. Mm. And they, they find humor in, in certain things. I can see them laughing at certain stuff. They're amused. But they amuse nobody around them, and they're not yeah. bringing any amusement to me. <laughs> Bring some amusement. If <laughs> what I want to see them do is like reach up for like a two liter bottle of soda, you know, because the two liter bottle is always above your head, mm -hmm. and they're in those fucking tilty racks, and you pull one out, and the next one slides forward. Please pull one out and let the fucking next one fall out and hit you in the head. <laughs> now you're going to amuse me. <laughs> now I'm going to laugh. But really, I don't. I don't, I don't see. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see it as a as a great uh, a great thing. I, I, at least as a recreational drug. Well, not for I think you. I use it too much as a recreational well, drug and try to. Well, live in, in, in Tennessee, they can't keep that legal because it's interrupting the sale of moonshine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a fact. You know, you can't have two things that were illegal legal. Is it is moonshine still big there? There's a, there's a, you ever heard of Old Smoky Moonshine? No. That's like the yeah. commercial, that's the commercial brand of moonshine that's sold in liquor stores all over the country now. It comes yeah. from here. So I don't drink enough to, I mean, I just don't drink really. It comes in jars and everything. Yeah, it does. Fuck up. It does. Really? It does. Yeah, I, I once, so here's, I once in a while will have a Bloody Mary <laughs> or, or, uh, or maybe a gin and tonic. But when I say once in a while, I don't think I've had it. I've had maybe, maybe I had, I think I had an alcoholic beverage once this year. Wow. I had a Bloody Mary pre-mixed out of a, the Bloody Mary uh, can. It comes already pre-mixed and ready to go. No, actually it's mixed and you pour it in some, some vodka. I had one of those, I think back in February. Other oh. than that, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Even though I like a Bloody Mary. What I really like about a Bloody Mary is I like the big olives, the celery, and some salami. I like the oh, dress. 
I love no. <laughs> my friends my friends shared a picture the other day of some stuff that they had gotten that was Captain Morgan and it was a, like an orange vanilla twist. It made me think of a creamsicle and they said it tastes really good with oh. vanilla coke and I was oh. like, "Well, I got to go to the store." <laughs> that does sound good. A dreamsicle mm. drink sounds good. Yeah. What was it? Captain Morgan's? Captain, I think it was Captain Morgan orange vanilla twist, something like that. They could be a sponsor. Captain Morgan, you could be a sponsor. People might say that I, I like lady drinks, maybe, because I like those kind of drinks. I'm not a bud. What are you? Bud a, are, are you a, a, a transgender drinker? Well, no, if I'm having a beer, beer yet, what's that? Uh, Raleigh, when you drink, do you hold your pinky finger up? Um, yeah, I sure do. <laughs> you almost, you're borderline. No, no, I'm a borderline. <laughs> I have empathy. Have, that's an empathy finger. Oh, that's is that what that is? is? Oh, okay. I'm showing. I'm showing you right, right. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Well, this big one I won't, but when I'm, yeah, see, I do. Uh-huh. You, I've got you're borderline. No, you, what, what it is, is, is as I've gotten older and my mobility isn't good, this is a stabilizer. <laughs> I'm oh, using okay. it as a rudder of sorts. <laughs> it's stabilizing so that I can keep things in balance. <laughs> That's what that pinky's for. Okay. Well, yeah. while you failed the test, yeah, you're not borderline anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone over to the other side. Now, if I drink a beer, if I order, if I were to drink a beer, most likely it would be Miller High Life, okay, or Amstel, or yeah, or an Amstel, or um, something with with its hoppy and citrusy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but but other than that, I, I, but I just don't like it that much. I, it really, I don't like the taste of beer that much, especially yeah, Budweiser either. and Bud Light. I think those beers taste like piss. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Budweiser like cabbage. Well, in Virginia, we call Budweiser horse piss. <laughs> well, I, 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 I miss. I just, I I, like there's beers. something that they do. They brew their beer differently than other brands, and I discovered probably. 10 years ago or so that I get migraines from drinking it. Anything made by Budweiser. Any, any Budweiser. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Maybe there's a secret additive. It's something, somebody told me it has something to do with the, it's, they do, they use rice instead of wheat or some, something. I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me because I can eat rice and it's fine, but something in their brewing process gives me a migraine. So I don't, I don't drink it, which is fine. I'm not missing anything. That was the other thing I was seeing a lot of people talking about Budweiser. Um, um, oh, it used to be an American beer. <laughs> Budweiser. You, you know that the guy's name is that, that, that makes Budweiser was a German, mm-hmm. right? He comes from Germany and, and makes Budweiser beer. That Budweiser's invented or created by a German. Yeah, even the name of it, of, Budweiser, the way that it's spelled, it's German. Right. It's a German word or German <laughs> pronunciation. They've ruined an American product. You know, fucking dummies. It, it, they just, people, they're just stupid. They're just stupid. Mm-hmm. All of them. You can't, you can't pay attention. And I don't understand 
I don't understand how they're so stupid. And here's, I, I'm not, I'm not attacking you guys at all, but you don't see a lot of that shit in, in the Northeast. You no. don't see a lot of, you know, redneck attitude. There's rednecks here. Don't get there. Maine's got some rednecks. Mm-hmm. We sure as shit do. Mm-hmm. We got people that live off the grid and we've got those kind of people in Maine. And then there, there, there's, there's some, but nobody really worries about that kind of shit. What, what you see a lot in Maine is, is uh, people who are afraid of progress. Well, we don't want to change things. We don't want this. We don't want that. But they could give a shit if you're gay. Right. They don't care if you're gay or you're trans. No one gives a shit. Mm. I don't see anything. What they do care about, though, is there's some hate groups here going on. They care if you're Jew, <laughs> if you're Jewish, <laughs> or, oh, fucking, there's all kinds of hate shit about Jewish people. That's so stupid. And, uh, That's so stupid. There's, there's a, I know it is. What there's year a lot is of hate it? For, uh, for, um, Black people, but but mostly for immigrant black people, Somali, Afrikaans. Um, Do they know that they, our whole they, country is immigrants? Do they know that? Listen, Could they still tell think them? Jesus was white. <laughs> <laughs> they still think God, that Jesus was a white man. Yes, of course, he was a white man from the Middle East. We know that the Middle Eastern man is a white man. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking Jesus was black. Let's face it. Or if, 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 if he maybe he wasn't dark black, he might have been a light skinned man, but he was a black man. He was a man of color. If if you believe in that kind of thing. And I, and I happen to believe that Jesus existed, right. but not in the way it's described in the Bible. I, I believe in Jesus more as a guy akin to Martin Luther King. Somebody who uh, had guy, somebody who was a leader and who got people to yeah. follow him and believe in his message and his mission yeah right i, I would agree with that about slavery, i, I think know? what gets lost a lot of times is that people forget that the bible was written by people like human fallible yeah. people hundreds of years after the death of the guy who was called jesus yeah right it wasn't written on the spot it was written hundreds of years later so those stories are passed down they're not unlike a grim's fairy tale Exactly. There's no. unbelievable crazy stuff going on, mm-hmm. right? Where we're, we're feeding, you know, the masses with one loaf of bread. We're turning water into wine. Where 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 you know locusts, and we're turning people into pillars of salt. And I mean, all this kind of shit is going on. Those are stories, man. They, they, they're just regular stories, and they're written 400, 500, 600 years after the death of the guy that they decided to follow. And I don't know all the particulars. But I've uh, uh, read, and, and I, I'm not an expert. I'm not. I really don't even have much knowledge. But that Christianity is sort of a ripoff of previous religions that sort of worked in the same way with the same sort of leadership in the foundation as Christianity. Mm-hmm. That there was the same sort of religions already existed. Just it's it's like beta and VHS. One of them had to win, right? And in the beta VHS yeah. war, VHS won. In yeah. the Christianity versus previous Christianity one. Yeah. They had better marketing and they're very good at marketing now. Well, most people that have a multitude of different types of religious backgrounds chose one that fit their needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone should understand that there was a creator. 
actually Jesus' face was that of clay. And his eye, for what I can depict of Jesus, if you'd have seen him, he'd have scared you to death. Hmm. It wasn't what you've read. It wasn't what you've seen. His eyes were as fiery red as they could get. There's a mud man. Right. But we can all agree on one thing, that there was someone that walked this earth that had people to follow him. Yeah. Made them understand that there is a hereafter. Well, yeah. As a buddy of mine always says, I don't know whether there's a hereafter or not, but I ain't taking no chances. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so I'm a non-believer. Same. Okay. But I don't hold... But but believe in what you want to believe because it could fucking be true. Exactly. I'm not exactly. gonna I'm not gonna it push could, my belief or lack thereof on anybody else. And I believe that no. there are some positives for some people that come from being part of organized Absolutely. religion. They get community out of it. Um, you know, maybe maybe it helps them through a tough time. People get something out of it, and I think yeah. that's great. It's just not. My experience with religion in the past yeah. has made me not want anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah, mine too. M- mine too. And then that's the okay. reason why. why but but lots of people, it's fucking their thing. Yeah. You know that they they believe, and some don't believe in every piece of it. They believe in some of it because yeah. some of it brings them comfort. I think what yeah, other other parts of it don't. What gets me is the people who. One, believe that their faith entitles them to dictate how other people should behave because those people um, say nobody can judge me but God while they're running around judging everybody else and creating laws that affect everybody else based on their religious beliefs. Um, And the other thing is. Speaking of that. Yes. Keep no, keep going. I already forgot Keep it. Going. Go ahead. I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. Speaking of that and Tennessee, I saw a <laughs> um, religious right group has put together a petition to remove the person in the Tennessee legislature that pushed for the um, removal of those two of the two Justins. Yeah, I read so, that. Yeah, so here are the here are here is the religious right coming and saying, "Hey, you know what?" And I'm I'm not sure they're it's a Christian group. It's a it's a they they got twelve hundred over twelve hundred or twelve thousand signatures mm. to remove or ask that guy to 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 uh, resign because he's being an asshole basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice thing to see that someone yeah. stood up and said, "Fuck you! That's not what we're about." Yep, we're not about fucking judging people and throwing them out because they don't agree with us. And I sent you that article, Wally. One of the Justins got put back in. They're both back in now. Are they both back? See, both I, the Justins are back. I've been too busy to follow anything. I saw that randomly uh, in a, a link. Someone, I think someone posted a link or something and I saw it randomly and I haven't had time to pay attention to anything else. But yeah. I compared that, uh, uh, Cisco, I compared that to... Uh, to the to the crucifixion of uh, <laughs> Jesus, when I sent to Jessica, I was talking to Jessica, and I said, on Good Friday, they expel these guys the day before Good mm-hmm. Friday. So the next day on Good Friday, these guys are expelled from the Senate. Mm-hmm. And I said, 
you watch come Easter, they're going to rise again because they're going to put those guys back in. And sure and shit, one of them was back in. And they had no choice. It was the resurrection. It was exactly. It was just fucking crazy how all of that all that came around, and it it just fell in such a religious guy. Those two guys, by the way, I don't know if you've seen them speak, but one of them is in a fucking incredible speaker. Yeah. One of the yeah. Justins, mm-hmm. yeah. the one the, the the one with the big with the big fro, yeah, right, is an incredible fucking speaker. He his, he's a good orator. Mm-hmm. He's well, really that's good. The problem they. It's a funny thing about people. I it's especially folks of color. As long as I act the way you want me to act, I'm fine with you. You're right. Yep. When I step out of the mold or the spectrum, now we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. What these two guys did was they stepped out of the mold mm-hmm. and stood up and said, Y'all are wrong. So yep. now I'm not the good black guy no more. Well, no, you're suddenly the uppity black man. And this exactly. is this is also happening in one of the states that's currently banning books. Okay. Why are we banning books? Because we don't want people to be educated. If they're educated, we can't control them. Exactly. You're, you're fucking 100% right. Mm-hmm. When exactly. I lived in Virginia, and uh, th- th- I'm going to try to make this quick as possible. I lived in a nice little house, little two-bedroom ranch, brick ranch, uh, on a dead-end street. Next door to me lived a judge. Across the street, a guy who drove a race car. And uh, behind me, a young family. And when I was ready to move, uh, the first thing, the judge next door, I knew he was trouble, but not right away. I knew he was trouble because he had a delivery from the food lion one day. His groceries were delivered. And the delivery was a black man. The black man was not allowed to step on his porch. Oh, for fuck's sake. On the judge's porch. He was a retired judge because that was too close to his house. He was allowed to walk into the yard, place the groceries on the porch, and the man would, the judge would come out. But his, he wasn't allowed to hand anything to the, to the man's wife because he didn't want a black man having contact with his wife. Or seeing her. What century was and, and this? He, he was he was conveying this story to me. So later on, Jess, and I think I've already told you this, but since this goes here, I'll just bring it up. So later on, when I moved, I was trying to rent. Uh, I was going to sublet my house to a guy we work with, Tucker. Remember Tuck, Cisco? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was subletting to Tuck, and Tuck was a guy who had had a lot of problems in life. He'd, you know, he'd been using some crack, and and he was uh, had some drug issues, and. But he was trying, he was trying, and he tried several times to fucking go straight. And one of the best things could have happened to him was to get out of where he lived in downtown Lynchburg and to get into the country somewhere. And so he was going to sublap. Neighbors heard about it, spray painted my rental car with N Lover all over it. And uh, when I had I had gone back down with my rental car to move that day, it spray painted Tucker, but decided not to take it because he was afraid and he should have been. I went next door to the neighbor who was the judge and said, did you see anybody? He said, you better get off my fucking lawn before I shoot you. You should be ashamed of what you're doing to this neighborhood. That meant letting a black man move into the house I was in. So stupid. I brought the, I drove the car back to the radio station and remember that big country uh, country uh, kid who um, Darby. 
not no 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 the the country kid on the on the uh, FM side who played football at like LSU or something. Yeah, what was his name? He was fucking a big guy. guy. He was a big fucking guy. Mm-hmm. He was like a he was a, a offensive lineman. Yeah, and I remember. I drove the car back to the radio station, and I said. The the guys came out and they saw it and mind you I'm working at a at an urban station it's, it's all black folk and they saw my car and said oh Wally you need some help moving your stuff I said sure shit do <laughs> and they all came to my house and helped me move the stuff out that day it took me about an hour to get all the shit out so I could drive it back home into the moving van wow and uh, nary a person came out of their house to say another word to me when when they saw those big black men in my yard helping me out well you know i lived through that they, I, know. I bought a house and the guy the guy across the street he looked like mr peabody <laughs> and he came out and said you know guy you leave early in the morning and you're home earlier during the day well people don't realize that djs didn't work 40 hour weeks you could be back home by one o'clock mm-hmm. easy well what do you do I told him I worked for Internal Revenue Service. And what was his name again? <laughs> I never saw him again. <laughs> That's brilliant. That was the end of him. Here, uh, I, I wanted to, here's, here's something I did, Cisco. See, I want to see if you remember this. So I, I used to like pulling pranks mm-hmm. on the air. And so Cisco used to have a catchphrase. Around the building, and the it was excuse me. <laughs> Cisco said excuse me all the time to everything. You'd say, "Hey, Cisco, I need you to. Uh, can you cut this commercial?" Excuse me, <laughs> like because he was on his way out or something, right? Yeah. So I had to record that. Excuse me, onto the reel to reel. And Cisco used to do have a feature every morning, and I forget who sponsored it, but it was the birthday bag, and he's say birthdays yeah. out of this, pull names out of a bag and someone to win a little personal birthday cake every morning. Mm-hmm. So I took his, ex- and, and and then he had a, a, a jingle that would, I, I, what the hell did that say? I, I remember, I forget what the jingle said, but it said something. So I, I recorded over it. I took a different car and just took the label. I didn't record over the, the jingle, but, and I just put on it. Cisco saying, excuse me, but in front of it, I put a big burp, went burp. <laughs> <laughs> and his voice saying, excuse me? <laughs> he, he hit that motherfucker three times. I was up the hall doing the morning show in the countryside. He turned off the mic and said, Wally, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> he come out of that fucking studio. I, close it. I, was, I was afraid. I thought he was going to take me down. They did um, everything. They did everything to me. A couple came in. I had the birthday bag in my hand. They set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was, was that Ricky Hill did that? Yeah. They, he came in and set the bag on fire. I was <laughs> the bag with, on fire trying to continue to do this contact. <laughs> in the bag in his you hand. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this thing. <laughs> Once we had been there for two days, we were taking turns sleeping on the couch because we had a major snowstorm. They decided to take me while I was laying there snoring <laughs> and played it back over the air. <laughs> so, Man, I love some radio bored, pranks. We did a lot of stuff. I used to do that. So we had the, 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 the program director of, of the side 
So I used to do mornings on the country station. Then I went down and did middays on the urban station. And I was the production director and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> and the the program director on the uh, on the urban station was Mad Lad Goins. And Mad Lad had a couple, he, he was, he was the, he was so proud of his cars. He owned some apartments and, but he, he had a DeLorean, but he had this red uh, Corvette that he loved. And, and, and Mad hated rednecks a lot. And he particularly hated this one guy um, who used to do remotes for the guy who used to give away a car, Cisco at, at the remotes. Who was yeah. that fucking guy? I used to do commercials with a Oldbridge Toyota. So, so I took, I took his his uh, his. He had a thing on around his license plate, and one of those fan before they were cool, a thing around his license plate that said, I don't know, Mad Lad, the hippest DJ or something. I don't know what it said, <laughs> but I took it off his car and I put the one for the the redneck Toyota on his car, and he didn't <laughs> notice it right away till the next day. He he come in, he was motherfucking hot, and he again, Wally. <laughs> Again, almost got killed. Um, and it was just the best. Here, here's another one. We had a girl who did news for us. Now, the way these studios are set up is she was in the middle. She sat in the in the middle studio, and there was a glass on one side. And on the right side was the FM uh, country station. On the other side was the urban station. Mm -hmm. And she was perhaps the meanest radio woman I've ever known in my life. Really? Is that Meaner right, Cisco? Me? She had to be. She was fucking so mean. She was, she was, she swore more than any man I ever met. She you, threw shit. Are you talking she was about just me? mad? Come on, you're talking about me. No, no, no. no. Oh, Jess, no. you're a pussycat compared to this girl. What was her name? Marie Keen. That's it, Marie. And she was married and she had a baby. And I remember she'd she'd bitch about her husband constantly and bitch about the baby constantly. One morning we're doing the news and we used to have those old tape caster, um, tape caster cart players that you'd pull the little handle to lock the cart in. Mm -hmm. And one woman, she, she was, she used to throw carts around and break them all the time. One morning she fucking got so at, she was just pissed because it wouldn't work. She slammed her hand on that thing, caught it wrong. Caught it. We thought she broke. I thought she broke her. Fucking I arm. thought she had broke her arm. She hit that motherfucker so hard. She laid down. She rolled up like Ugh. this. She's holding her arm. She's starting to cry and swear and bitch and moan. But you never seen. She was 30 seconds away from news. When news came, bam. She stopped the pissing and moaning and crying. She did the news. Cut her off after the news and went right back to her. Right <laughs> back again to moaning and groaning. I, thought, sure I really thought she busted her fucking you know She what? hit that thing so hard. That's the worst. When you are throwing a temper tantrum. And you hurt yourself, and everybody oh, knows about it. And then you, and then you're like, oh, everybody. That's what I would have been crying about: is everybody seeing me get my penance for throwing a temper tantrum? I, I one yeah. time was putting in a, uh, a a new mailbox, and um, I was I was using a uh, um, a drill a uh, to, to tighten up bolts on it because kids kept knocking down the fucking mailbox. So I'm tightening it up and the thing came around real fast and it torqued me and twisted my wrist. And I went, oh, fuck. And I took that thing and I threw it and it bounced off the mailbox and hit me in the head <laughs> and I got wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it always happens. You get pissed off. You try to take vengeance on that, which 
is is getting you and it fucking gets you. And that fucking thing got me and hit me in the head. Speaking of pranks, radio pranks, um, there was a guy I worked with in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. He went by the name Moonshine on the air. And (laughs) Moonshine did mornings and I did afternoons and we shared an office. Um, And we used to call each other on the air all the time and just give each other shit and prank each other. And I cannot remember for the life of me what he did to me. But the next morning while he was on the air, I came in early and took his entire, like his desk, his whole setup. We had, we shared an office. We had separate desks and stuff on the wall and stuff. I took his entire office, his side of the office and moved it out into the hallway, but set it up in the hallway exactly the same way as it was in the office. (laughs) (laughs) See, radio was good for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Fun. It's a fucking fun. It's, It's just fun shit. So, Jess doesn't know. So Jess still works in radio. She's worked in radio forever. I, I'm not working. Cisco, you've been driving a bus forever, correct? Yeah. I've been driving one for 29 years. Wow. 29 years. And so I'm guessing you've got some bus stories that I would love to hear a bus well, story. Do we have the, I, guess, I guess the only one that I really, I really could tell is when people get on the bus, they don't ask where the bus is going. Uh, in other words, I could be driving a bus to Washington and they think it's going down to North Carolina and it's not, they just get on. And, you know, and the drunks get on. I had a drunk get on the bus. It was, it was raining. He got on the bus. I said, look, man, that container, that bottle of wine is open. I have a drink done. I'm not going to drink none. I need to go home. I need to go home. I said, all right, let's go home. Now, this guy's about four foot 11. <laughs> I tell him that if I see that brown bag go up in the air in between those seats, I'm going to put you off. We've been on that route about a half hour. I can't find the guy. <laughs> I look in the back. I cannot find him. All at once, I looked just a teeny bit above the seat. There's the brown bag. He has gotten in the floor back there, gulping it down like it was his last. <laughs> I get up and pull the bell and said, this is where you get off at. And I said to him, I said, I told you I would put you off if I caught you drinking. He said, yeah, but you didn't tell me how long I had to stay on here and, and don't drink. <laughs> how long? He said, yeah, Captain. I gave it a damn good 15 minutes before I took a drink. You just caught me. The bottle was empty. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I, I deal with a lot of good people. You know, the, the, the only thing that really bothers me is some of the homeless people. And this guy tells me one day, I'm not homeless. I really just don't have an address. I'm like, how the hell can you be homeless and you're telling me you don't have an address? <laughs> He said, well, where do you live? I'm not going to tell you where I live. Because <laughs> wants to move in. Yeah, you know? he's, he's showing up. <clears throat> it'd be like, it, it would be like the Jehovah Witness and he would be one of them standing at the door. Oh, we've talked about Jehovah Witnesses. Mm. Looking for a place to live. So I used to bring those kind of people home. And I well, remember 
my my wife told me when when Jody got pregnant. Which wait, which kind? The homeless kind or the Jehovah's Witnesses? Yep, yep homeless people. Oh. I used to I'd bring them home, feed them. I brought home a guy one time who was uh, <clears throat> had no money, was trying to get to a bus. So I brought him home. We fed him. He took a shower. I brought him down to the bus station. He took off. My wife got pregnant. She said, no, you can't be bringing people over here anymore. And I said, but they're homeless. They need help. She goes, nope. I'm a pregnant woman. <laughs> and you ain't bringing home homeless people no more <laughs> to this but, house. You just can't. But see, so many of them I run across. <clears throat> All right. We had a guy here. He lived under the bridge. Okay. He had the Taj Mahal of being homeless. <laughs> he had lights. Wow. He had been and somewhere and got a whole lot of car batteries, had tied them all together, and rigged it up for him. He had lights. That's that's genius. <laughs> so how was that guy homeless though? He was living under the bridge. Jess, what'd you do to your hair? What do you mean? It looks lighter. Did you lighten it? Nope. Huh. Must just be the lighting there. I just washed it. Maybe that's no, it. I washed all the dirt out of it. <laughs> no, it, it looks lighter. It doesn't look as red as usual. I don't know what to tell. Maybe it's the lighting in here. I don't know. Yeah, it must, it must be the lighting. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. So I we had the homeless guy. We, we have... Listen, I don't even know if some people are homeless. No. Because there's a guy near the Walmart here. He sets up a lawn chair. He's an older guy. He's probably, you know, six. He's, he's somewhere between 60 and 70, but on the old side of 60. And he brings his dog and he ties his dog to the sign that's across the, 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 the drive where you're exiting Walmart. And he sits in the middle between traffic coming in and out on the little uh, island there. Mm -hmm. And what he does is he drives his fucking big pickup truck parks it in the hotel parking lot, which is right next door. Cause I watched him get out of the fucking truck, grab his shit out of the back of the truck and set it up. And then, and he, holds up his, bag. then he holds a sign saying homeless <laughs> well, need money. Maybe he, maybe he got that truck before he was homeless and now he well, lives in the truck. He has two different, because when he doesn't drive the truck, he has a Subaru. He drives. Mm -hmm. hmm. So, and 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 on occasion, you'll see his wife come get him. Mm -hmm. So it's it's it's. So I don't fault him. I just can't tell if you're homeless. It's hard to know. I want to help. I, I think that's because we, as a society in general, we have this expectation that people are homeless uh, are supposed to look and behave a certain way no. and have certain, you know, I've seen people say, well, you're homeless and you have a nicer phone than me. Well, how do you, you don't know how the person got that phone. You don't know how the person got that car. Well, that's not my issue. Mm. My issue is people who are capitalizing on the homeless by saying I'm homeless. Yeah. Because some of these people look like groups that work together. That it's a group led by one person who keeps a certain amount of whatever they gather each day. Mm. Sort of like a lead, because <laughs> you see them move from place to place. There was uh, some homeless, there was uh, people claiming to be homeless. It was a younger group, two people in their 20s. This was uh, last summer. And Cheyenne and I, my, my daughter, were, were driving by. She goes, I know them. And I said, how do you know them? 
They're from where she went to college. Mm-hmm. They're from, and it's quite a distance away. Mm-hmm. She said, they live in a place in X town. They're not homeless. And they were out there doing homelessness, uh, holding a home. We're homeless. We need help. We've got a kid, but whatever. Like, what the? F- so I'm upset about the people who try to capitalize on other people's misfortune. And it's hard to tell who is homeless, who is not. How do you tell? Who are you really helping? I just like feel like you, I just feel like we should help who we can help and not try to decide who's deserving of it. Because there's some reason that they're out there. There's some reason like, like I, you couldn't, you couldn't give me enough money to go sit in a median begging for money from people in cars that happen to be driving by you. I, there's, there's nothing you could do that to make me want to do that. But because we have some self-respect and, and some other things. But there's some reason that those people are out there and I don't think it's up to us to determine whether that's a valid reason. It's yeah. either I can help you or I can't help you. And I, yeah. I can't help every homeless person I see. So I'm going to pick and choose. My, uh, the thing is, I want to help too, but I don't want I, I, I don't want to help you if you're not homeless and you're stealing from the homeless by saying you're homeless. Who's beeping? Cisco, are you beeping? Not yeah, anymore. I'm getting ready to leave. Oh, oh. hello. <laughs> You're there? Yeah. We have here a lot of college kids that are playing homeless. Mm. And I've seen them park a car behind the car wash and go out on the medium strips. Now, you're t- to me, you're taking away from a person. That's it. Uh, that actually does need. Yeah. Okay. It used to be here in, in Lynchburg. Begging was paying $50 a day. At that time, that was more money than you could make a day at McDonald's eight hours. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened was they said you couldn't bag no more on a certain area in Lynchburg. What they forgot was that the fire department was coming out there with fill a boot for charities. Guess what? They couldn't come out and bag anymore either. (laughs) So now you got the beggars laughing. Because it's like, we can't beg, you can't beg, can none of God's children beg? (laughs) I only have one problem. You're standing in front of a construction site, and you're standing there begging. You should be begging for a job. Mm. Yeah, there were. Here in Lynchburg, there are plenty jobs available. Yeah, I don't know what the secret. Huh? There are plenty of jobs here, too. I don't know what the secret is, how you live without working. I wish I knew the secret because I would be doing the same thing if I could figure out how you could make money and don't go to work. Hallelujah. But they <laughs> are they are doing this. Yeah, I, so, I, and I'm with you there. And the only time that I give, I give to anything is for senior citizens. The ones that I know that have worked all their lives and get nothing. Mm. Yeah. Other than that, if you can hold a sign in your hand for eight hours saying, I'm homeless, I need money, you can stand with a sign that says for the construction company, stop, slow, and go. You got a point. Is it still a thing that you can't get a job without an address? Yeah, you can't. 
You've got to have an address. Mm. But all of these people are not living. All of these people are are, are really aren't living under a rock either. No, they're living somewhere. Mm. You know, I mean, like Wallace said, I drive a city bus. You've been out there begging all day. You don't stink. So you're taking a bath somewhere. And I know it's not in a creek. So I know that you are living somewhere. Mm. And also, I know Jesse mentioned the phone thing. I don't know about you, but I pay a monthly bill on my phone. Well, cheap. the big thing now is you can get a government phone. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure how prevalent that is. I know it's possible. And there's prepaid, there's prepaid service too. But you still got to yeah. pay for it. Yeah, but you don't know where that. You don't know if they're if they're going and buying a card for that, or, or somebody's somebody has gifted it to them. Whatever Maybe. you can have at Lynchburg, you can have a government phone or a uh, tablet with free data. You pay nothing for it, and all you have to do is show Medicare, Medicaid cards, or food stamps. And you get just as good a phone as I, and yours is free. Hmm. So I, it, it's so hard to determine this stuff. So, so I, me personally, I don't give to any of those people. None of them. I got news for you. So I, if I know <clears throat> if I meet a, I meet a lot of people. If I know that you're really down on your luck, and I was looking at a guy here. He has, his family is supposed to be living in a van. He has two speakers on a stand. He has a whole PA system. The violins are electrified. We have and you're telling me you're homeless. Yeah, we and we I told him, players. why don't you go pawn that shit and find you somewhere to live? <laughs> we have one of those uh, violin, he plays at Walmart quite often. He plays uh, a violin playing music. He's not playing the violin. He's playing a track. That's all. You know, That's he's all. playing a track. He makes it look like he's playing it. But it's really nice music. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> it real, is. it's real nice. I mean, it, it is, is real nice. So I don't give to the people on the street. I no. do give to the, there's a, uh, there's a, a shelter that uh, is called the Center of Hope. I, I, that's where I give. I give directly to the Center of Hope. They house uh-huh. folks or people who are indigent or um, women who have had to escape abusive situations with kids. Exactly. But I just don't hand money out anymore on the street because I'm, I'm not, I don't feel confident that the person I'm handing it to is not stealing from someone who actually needs that assistance that I'm exactly. wanting. Well, as a buddy of mine always told me, if you want to tell whether a person is legitimate, look at their feet. If their shoes look better than yours, then you need to get a job with them. <laughs> I got to go. I enjoyed it. Good to meet you, Jess. Good to meet you, Cisco. Thanks for joining us today. I'll do it again sometime. Take care, Wally. Yeah, I'll talk to you. All right, bye-bye. Now, now, now let's see how long it takes him to get out. <laughs> oh, he did it easy. <laughs> He did it so you know it's really weird. It was oh, he's I'm still back. there. Don't talk about him. <laughs> it, I was going to say it was really kind of weird for me to have Cisco here because he was sort of a little bit of a mentor to me back in the day. Yeah, because I was a young buck, and and he was you know he was a veteran by that time. Kind of like you were for me. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. 
but he he was he he was sort of a mentor. It's it's weird to look. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to leave. <laughs> Just hit that red hang up button. He, he might be worse with technology than I am. <laughs> yeah, hit hit the I little know. phone. There's a red button. See the red phone. Hit that. You'll be gone. Oh. Oh, I wonder what that was. <laughs> I was scared to touch it. Uh, go ahead. Wait a minute, it's gone. It'll tap your screen. Well, no. Just turn now you, you just, turned yourself around. You reversed it. <laughs> you know what? Just, just just turn off your phone and then turn it back on. You'll be all set. Okay. I'll do that. All right. I'll talk to you, brother. Y'all be good. Bye. See ya. Bye now. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a it's a <laughs> if if they could just see what we can see, right? I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. You never left. <laughs> I thought I was gone. Where's Margie? Tell her to come in and help you out. I'll take it upstairs where she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Wait. No, that just turned his screen off. Oh God! I think uh, Cisco. I think you're hitting the camera button instead of the phone button to hang it up. Yeah, I think I think so too. Yeah, just hit that red phone down at the bottom of your square if you can see. I don't, even see, a red, I don't even see a red phone. No, hmm. I see all kinds of stuff. Let me see. What do you have to put on? So, so I'm. You know what? Can I, can I disconnect them? I don't know if you can or not. Let's see. I see. I'm. Um. I don't think I. I'm worried that if I hit the red phone on him, I'll disconnect us. Yeah, that's exactly what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Oh, no, he's gone that time. There we go. Now he's gone. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He is worse with technology than you. Oh Lord! But I think Cisco's probably. He's almost seventy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he's about ten years older than I am. But he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, I've known him such a long time. He's such Seems a good like guy. Seems like a real nice guy. He's a, he's, he's a super guy. And so the, I think the, 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 the funny thing about him is I know that I have some, some ideas and some, some internal thinking that's because of my age. Mm -hmm. So this is even further than mine. Yeah. So there's, 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 there's such a progression and so, you know, I've got a younger daughter and, and you've got younger people in your life and you can see that progression for sure. And no matter what these people think when they're 20, by the time they're 60, <laughs> they're going to be here. Yeah. This is going to be their thinking. They're going to reevaluate all the things they think now they will reevaluate because of, because of life learning. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Not not because that you just change. It's life learning and life experience, and it mm -hmm. changes you. And it and as much as young people don't want to listen to old people, and old people don't want to listen to young people, mm. the listening to each other brings us all to this middle place. I tell you what, the young people are making people listen in Tennessee right now. Have you seen all the videos of the protests yeah. in downtown Nashville? Yeah. Yes, how incredible. I have. I think I think that uh, there's some big trouble there yeah. for the um, conservative uh, folks in that in the in the area because the young people said oh, you're going to listen to us now mm -hmm. because we've had enough of this shit. Yep. 
And I, I think, it, did you hear any of those inside uh, inside uh, audio they had from some of the private meetings of the Republicans? Mm-mm. And uh, some of them were saying, "Listen, I've been I've been called a racist more in the last two days <laughs> than I've been called my entire life, yeah. and I'm that's not what I want to be known as. Yeah. I am not a." And 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 people getting scolded for waffling on the vote, mm-hmm. and and it was a, such a strong arm deal. Somebody, uh, I saw a video the other day where somebody said that I I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something like you know Gen X basically stays out of this stuff, except that those kids that are protesting right now, those kids that are getting shit done. They're the children of Gen X. So Gen X played the long game. We raised the ones that are going to bring the shit down. Right. And and the thing is, too, it's about time. Mm-hmm. It's about time. Because it's people, fucking absurd. In 2023, we've already gone through this with black people. Like, why, why are we continuing to have the same conversation yeah. for 100 years? Yeah. It's so stupid. You're right. So I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about today, and we've probably run out of time. Yeah, we're almost. over an hour. We should probably save it for the next Listen, one. I was uh, um, next. I want to talk about fucking bicyclists. <laughs> okay. I fucking hate them. Well, then I'll talk about how ADT showed up at my fucking door again, and this oh, time no. I wasn't home, but I watched on the. I'll just bring. I'll just. It, I watched on the ring doorbell. Yeah. This man knocked. Knocked again, opened the storm door, knocked again, then rang my doorbell, then took a step back and looked in my living room window and Uh, then left a business card with his phone number on it. And I sure as fuck called him and he was lucky not to answer, but he got an earful in his voicemail. And then I reported him to ADT. How So you've had, I think, no less now than six. Yeah, and and two of them directly ignored the no soliciting sign. How fucking big is this town you live in that there's six independent ADT guys riding around? It's very big. You know what I would tell you? You know what I told that last guy? Listen, man, you better get somebody who's better at combing the files of who's moved in because you're number six. I, I never, I mean, I just chewed him out and then sent the ring doorbell footage and a picture of his business card next to the my no soliciting sign is literally it's touching the ring doorbell. It is it, it is next to it touching. He couldn't have not seen it. So yeah. I took a picture of his business card, held it up in front of my doorbell with the no soliciting sign next to it in the picture, sent that to there's a compliance email address on on ADT's uh-huh. website. They actually um, maybe you should try them when you need to cancel your service with them, because they replied to me the next day. The first time I said, make it stop all the emails and the mail and the phone calls and the door. And so I emailed them back and said, here's the ring video of this man looking in my window and banging on my door repeatedly while he's ignoring my no soliciting sign. And here's the picture of his card so that you know who it was and the sign that he ignored to ring my doorbell. And she hasn't responded yet, but. That's some balls, though, to be looking in your windows. Yeah. I'm pissed. I'm so pissed. Yeah, that's that's so not cool. Mm Mm-mm. Your hair really does look a different color. 
Mm-hmm. That light, it, it, it looks like a sort of a, 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 it's not bright at all. You know what? I, I had to get a new laptop for work because the old one was shit. Or maybe it's the camera on the laptop. And maybe the camera is terrible. So I actually, our IT guy sent me this, but I ran out of time nice. to fuck around, fuck around with it today. So hopefully it's a plug and play. Yeah. 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 Hey, so does my camera look good? Yeah. I mean, I realize it doesn't make me look any better, but <laughs> I'm a clear shot and all yeah. that. Yeah. Looks fine. Okay. Yeah. Cause it was like, it's like, it's a next ago. I, I think I paid $35 for it. Yeah. These are super cheap these days. I actually looked at getting one myself, but then I remembered that I could make work buy it for me because I would use okay. it for work. Okay. We'll talk next week when Chris is back. All right. Bye. Uh, bye.